Welcome back to another spirit-filled edition of FBS Fireside. I'm your host, Jaworski Vance, and man, oh man, do we have an amazing show for you today. In the studio with me, I have an amazing power couple, one of the most powerful uh, couples I have had the pleasure of growing up with, Worldwide Willard and his beautiful wife, Toria Brown. Guys, so much. I'm so thankful to have you in the studio. How y'all doing today? Thank you, Jaworski, for having us. Um, I am doing exceptionally well today. It's a great day. I have a lot of great things planned, and I'm excited to be here to talk with you all today. Ooh, look how formal that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Hey, we're happy to be here. Thank you for being here with me, my lovely formal wife. You're welcome. She's so formal. <laughs> hey, look, don't you be digging at Mrs. Brown now. That's <laughs> Okay, you know they they say you look for your mom and your and your mate, but anyway, oh, she's her, she's her, <laughs> she's definitely. Her. <laughs> I mean, it's uncanny. Willard's mom is an amazing woman. She is, and so if I amazing. am compared to her, I am extremely, extremely blessed, and I'm in a great <laughs> you know position. What? That's why I told him. I said, "Don't be around here acting crazy," because she is the epitome of formality. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other part about it is she's the epitome of God's formality. Miss mm. mm-hmm. Brown, you know what wow. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. So to all of our listeners, we're going to continue in our series on the hardest job in America. That's being a black father. But the subset of that is why we have Tori and Willard on the show. And that is it's difficult for men to maintain healthy relationships. And Tori and Willard are going to tell us three keys to keeping the fire hot in a relationship for a black couple, especially for a black Ooh. couple. You okay? <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm just excited to be able to share. And uh, what you said was very powerful in terms of, you know, we've been talking about the hardest job in America being a black father. While you're doing all that and putting all that energy into being a father, you definitely have to maintain that foundation, which is your marriage or your relationship. So just happy to be able to share what we've learned. This will be uh, year 19 for us. This will be a 19th year of marriage on November 15th. Yeah. We got married in New Orleans for a hundred dollars. One one hundred and one dollars. Oh, my bad. One hundred and one dollars. And the one dollar we had to put on the the, on the ceiling. ceiling with our names and date. <laughs> yeah, and Burgundy, right off of uh, uh, what's the what's the bourbon? It's right yeah. o- a street over from Bourbon. Uh-huh. So a lot of well, well, I love to say that because you know, at the time we definitely didn't have fifty, thirty, forty, ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars to uh to go get married with. However, a lot of times those marriages don't last, um, and I'm just thankful that our marriage is super strong in year 19 19, and a very uh, great budget. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm glad you shared that with us too, because that's why we wanted to have y'all on the show because y'all about to give us, look, check this out. We talked about this earlier. So marriage 101. Mm, That sounds like a right for y'all. Right. 101. Remember we just talked Ooh. about that a minute ago? We talking about, hey, look, this yeah. is breaking things, write that down. Breaking things down for men like me who've been married and divorced twice who need to understand, hey, look, man, you can't be a straight shooter. Anyway, let's jump right into this, guys. Because I'm right. going to give, give our listeners some excellent tip. Tori, definitely want to hear from you about three keys to keeping the fire hot that 
you know, you and Will have practiced over 19 years. So what you got? What's what's one of the first keys that you guys have worked on to make it this far? I think number one um, is is remembering to date. Um, we heard a lot of people say that to us um, when we first got married. And to be honest, like uh, the first couple of years, we didn't, I mean, we heard it, but we didn't really adhere to it because um, we got married shortly after um, we had our first child. And so a lot of the focus shifted to the child. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> shifted to being super parents for um, our son, Dominic. And so we were really basically just kind of like, head down, dug into the ground, doing right. the work of being a, a parent. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> when we would meet other um, other married couples and things like that, and as a matter of fact, um, there was um, an, an older couple that I met at a nonprofit that I was working at, um, Mr. Downey. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Downey and his shout wife, out shout out Mrs. to Mr. Downey and Mrs. Downey. Um, uh, may he rest in peace because he's no longer with us, but he was an, an absolutely amazing man. Um, but he, he said that it was one day out of the week. I can't remember which day it was, but that was their date night. Right. And I was so shocked to like hear that because, you know, they were older people and, you know, he was doing so much work in the community. He was like, Oh yeah. I, you know, I have to go. I have to, you know, tonight's date night. I was like, date night, tell me more. And he was like, you know, it's important. He said, you and Willard, he said, I know you all are doing a lot of things, he said, but it's going to be important that you all take time out for yourself and you, and you have to. And he told Willard, he said, you have to remember to date her. And wow. I will say that it's, it's definitely that because, you know, when we first started out, we had all this great fun together. We were dating, going places, traveling yes. and things like that. And it is so easy for you to get lost in the everyday shuffle of life. And you look up and it's no longer um uh, a marriage, but more so like a friendship or yeah, a roommate, roommate situation, yeah. right? And so it's it's really important today. Hey, y'all need to yeah. get out of my house and put stop putting my business on the radio. So <laughs> <laughs> talk about roommate situations and yeah. So Tori, let me ask you this though: you and Willard, what happens with? Because I know recently y'all were talking about Tori. You threw it out to Willard. You wanted to go see uh, Hold Your Breath, right? <laughs> don't breathe. <laughs> don't breathe. But hey, hey, you're right. You're on the you're on the um the, the correct path because you I'm do have the, to hold your breath. You know I live under a rock. I don't know what these <laughs> are. and so what do you do when you you want to go on a particular date, you want to do something and you you guys don't agree. Like Willie, she wants to go see um what's the name of the show again? Don't breathe too. It's a movie. Don't breathe too. She wants to go see Don't Breathe Too. And Will is on a spiritual journey where he's not putting toxic, evil movies and stuff in his ear gate and eye gate. How do you maintain a good dating relationship when you two have different interests? I would say um, for us, compromise is the baseline of it in terms of we just have to agree to disagree and you have to uh, lament something. I mean, uh, like, uh, I guess what, what I'm trying to say is I might let her do something that she wants to do one week and the next week we get to do what I would like to do. So it's a give and a mm-hmm. take. And recently here, she's been morphing everything into dates real quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, well, let me backtrack just a tad and just say um, when we go anywhere now, she will call it a date. Mm-hmm. And what she does, it's a little bit of manipulative, a little bit. It's like, 
but she wants to spend time. And sometimes uh, we definitely want to reiterate that or say that dating doesn't have to be formal. Mm -hmm. She says she wants me to go to Target. I'm like, I don't want to go to Target. She said, oh, it's a date. It's a date. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, it's a date. So now I go with her. But during that time, we spend time together. We talk and we, yeah. we don't just exist together in terms of she's over there. I'm over here. Uh, mm -hmm. We actually kind of treat it like a mini date and we might stop at the, the Starbucks on the way out mm -hmm. and sit down or grab a coffee or drive through. And it is like a, a mini date. Mm -hmm. So it's all about spending that time to remind mm -hmm. yourselves kind of like where you started. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You started loving each other, being attracted, attracted to each other physically, mentally, emotionally. And, you know, when you have children and things of that nature, sometimes that takes the back seat to making sure because our son with an S they were the priority. They are the priority. But at the same time, you have to make time to, to grow the relationship because it's like a plant. If you don't nurture it, if you don't cultivate it, it will wither. It will die. You know, and that's when, and when I feel like when it dies, it's like that's the part where your roommates, that's the part where, you know, but you can always revive it. That's the great part about that. That's the hope. Just like plants. Sometimes they look like they're on their last leg. Give them a little sunlight, give them a little love, talk to them a little bit. You can kind of bring it back up. Yeah. I'm, and I'm known for bringing plants back to life. OK. Green thumb. I did, yeah, I have a green thumb and, and I need it because I'm always almost killing them. So. Killing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While we have y'all on the show and thank you all for being here. We'll be right back after this on FBS Fireside. Thank you so much, guys. See you shortly. You thought I was worth So you cling me up inside You thought I was to die for So you sacrificed your life So I could be free So I could be whole So I can tell everyone I know And welcome back and like we said before, we got an amazing couple here, Willard Brown and Toria Brown, giving us some amazing tips. Willard, you and Toria touched on something in the last segment about reviving relationships. We want to finish up with these last two tips to keeping the fire hot in relationships. Do you have some advice for us for what we can do when the relationships, because relationships always kind of ebb and flow, right? So I'm mm -hmm. hoping that one of your tips can, can help us understand how to rebound and revive in the relationship and keep it hot. Tori, what you got? I think, um, first of all, you have to pay attention. So uh, as we grow, we evolve and you have to make sure that you pay attention to that evolution and, and um, keeping in, in tune with, you know, what each other desire, their likes, their goals and, you know, and what is your role in, uh, in helping them to achieve those goals. Um, I think that that's, that's very key. Because, again, that allows you to stay involved in each other. Right. Um, um, that also allows you all to um, have a, have something like a, a plan or a, a goal that you all are working together to accomplish. And anytime that you're working together to do something, you, it helps to keep you all involved, engaged, um, caring about each other, loving each other, supporting each other, motivating each other. And all those things are things that help keep keeps the fire going. I think. I'm, I'm piggybacking off what you're saying. 
you know, pay attention, but it's being present to me. Yes. Being present, meaning actually listening and watching your significant other because they're not the same person that you're married. They're growing. Right. And their their needs and wants change. But if you never really talk to them about that and you're being this roommate and you're kind of going past each other, you have to stop and just be present. Like even with the dating, you know, put the phones down, actually talk to each other. She's better than me. And she would stop talking, literally stop talking until I put my phone down. And then we'll have that conversation that she wants to maintain that eye contact. Mm-hmm. And that's her love language. That and cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to make sure that I know what she likes and, and adhere to that. Um, because there there are ebbs and flows. I feel like sometimes you're on fire, you fall in love, you fall out of love. But that being present is that 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 friendship foundation mm-hmm. that I want to know how your day was for real. I want to tell like, don't just tell me it was good. Like what happened specifically? Mm-hmm. Not only that, how can I help you with whatever you're doing or whatever's going on with you? Mm-hmm. And are you happy? Or okay, on this day, what do you really want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, in the next couple of years, I know you want to go to med school, but do you still want to go to med school? Is there some new desire in your life? Just actually being present and putting yourself in their shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to put, sometimes like I, I say, man, you give all the attention to, to Dominique or, or whatever, but then I have to put her myself in her shoes. Like, what was her experience coming up? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How, how did she right. always, if she wanted to, like, I know we both said if we, when we become parents, we want to be like this or these were the things that our parents didn't do or weren't able to do. We want to give them that. So I got to think in that way by actually getting into your shoes and seeing it from your perspective in a very empathetic way. You know I what? think empathy is key as well. Yeah, em- empathy is is a powerful tool in relationships. But let me ask you this. OK, so we're in the house. She's not talking to me. I'm not talking to her. We're not seeing mm-hmm. She's not really trying to feel me. I ain't really trying to feel her. Is mm-hmm. there something that we can do to alleviate the uh, stone wall between us? I mean, I know you're saying paying attention to each other is important. Being present is important. But how do how do you how does a person how does a man reestablish some sense of love and affection with mm-hmm. his mate when she doesn't have any interest in him? I think. Um, as a man, you have to no, kill. This question ain't for you. Oh, I'm asking the woman how you can get back in good grades. <laughs> oh, this is perfect because you can literally show the transition, like how it used to be, as opposed to what I've been able to achieve. Uh, so, oh, oh, well, well, let her. Let's let's hear it from her vantage. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, as you were talking, let me record. You got something to record because I think this is going to be great for me. As you were talking, um, when you said that, um, you know, you're walking around like you don't want to hear you're not interested. She's not interested. First of all, um, somebody has to be the bigger person. Like somebody is going to have to stop it because if not, it's going to become cyclic. It's going to get worse. Um, Resentment is going to set in. And then once resentment set in, sets in, um, it makes it very, very hard, sometimes impossible to come back um, from that space. So you do have to practice. uh, Somebody has to step in and be the bigger person. And I will say, and I'm pretty sure this is what Willard is waiting on to hear. um, We, he has, he has led the way on being the bigger person because I am and can be very stubborn, but I have learned over the years how to, uh, 
let my wall down a little bit. Um, realize when I am just being, I'm being, I'm being myself. I'm being caught up in myself and I'm not really under looking at what's the bigger picture. Like, you know, do we want to continue to walk around like that? Because nothing is going to get solved. So somebody has to be the bigger person. And then you're going to have to make sure that you approach it with a very, very calm, um, attitude. Um, and then just, you know, basically saying, look, we need to talk. We need to figure out like what's going on. We cannot exist the way that we are walking around, like not talking to each other and things like that. And so then you, and you both have to, and then whoever initiates this conversation is going to have to leave. You're going to have to understand that you may be um, met with opposition, Uh um, but you're going to have to steadfast and say, you know, um, I I know that you may not want to talk right now. Um, And sometimes depending on the type of person, you might need to say, well, when will be a good time for you to talk? So you got to keep making sure that that you don't give an out. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to talk right now. And then you and then you, on the other hand, is like, oh, well, then forget it. OK, well, I tried. No, that's mm-hmm. not really trying. <laughs> that's not really trying. You have to say, OK, well, then when will be a good time for you to right. talk? Yeah, and that, then, that doesn't seem fair, Tori. Nobody should have to sit there and, and hawk you down to resolve <laughs> an issue in a relationship that you are a part of. I mean, really, you, come on you, now. you know what? No, no, no. Let me let me just say. Okay. First of all, I do want to say that, you know, life isn't fair and relationships aren't necessarily fair. But in the time, but in a situation, though, and what's and what you said was very important, though, that, you know, it's not fair and nobody should have to hawk you down. If it continues to be like that, then there is there lies the bigger issue. And so right. then you need to look at within yourself to say, you know what, is this is this the person for me? Because a person that refuses to communicate with you is nothing that you can do with that. Right. So if you're met with refusal time and time again, then that's something you have to stop and say, well, you know what? Uh, let me reassess this situation. Let me reassess, reassess my position in this relationship because it, it may not be something that um, is something that you need to be in. Right. And with that, I, I would say that um, my, my perspective always was we're in this for life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're in this for life, meaning that Either you're in or we're in together or we're not in at all. And I'm not going to allow the most. It's the, it's one of the most simple foundations of marriage communication. I'm not going to allow us not to communicate. I give you your time to chill out. I give you your time to calm down. And sometimes with my wife, she could be on 10 five hours later. She can still be on 10 at the height of her anger. But I'm not, not going to allow that. And me as the leader, as the, the man of the house, um, I feel like it's my responsibility just to not relent, not to give up. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up on you. I'm not going to give up on us. Let's just keep because a lot of times it'd be minor issues. Like keep a small problem small. Let's talk about it. Um, like like you like to say, it could be minutiae, you know, uh, Let's let's keep it small because we're going to encounter a lot of larger things that, you know, if we get stumped, we stumble over every small thing. What's going to happen when the large thing comes into play? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's good. And and with marriage and with life, you never know. So, of course, you have to make sure that the communication stays open. You give them a little time, but don't allow yourself not to communicate. I just stopped being at first I was and we've done some crazy stuff before. <laughs> one time one time I was so mad. We had a walk-in closet in our first house. I took a mattress and put it in a walk-in closet. Uh-huh. And he slept there for three days. 
I was just like stonewall. This is like our first was our first year of marriage. <laughs> I wasn't talking, she wasn't talking. I thought, and I just had the wrong perspective. I was like, that's dumb, and you're leading. And guess what? I said, when I start talking, I'll lead the way, and hopefully she just catches up and you know, kind of ad- adopts that that same type of mentality towards communication. And she has. Now, do we relapse sometimes? Of, of course. course. Of course, but it's the journey that I'm appreciative of and your willingness to take my lead and, and, and get on get on board. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, Tori, <laughs> give him a kiss. We'll give her a kiss. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> this man, kiss. Like, yeah, you know, he kiss him. He kiss you on the cheek. Anyway, to our listeners, and I hope this is helping you. We'll be right back after this on FBS Fireside. And we're back for the final segment, the final tip to help all of these people, these men in these relationships. We have Willard Brown and Toria here with three keys, keeping the fire hot, 19 years into marriage. Tip number three, Willard, what you got for us? Uh, Explore. As you grow, you're going to become different people. You're not the same young person. Uh, whether it's male or female. So you have to start doing things together that you've never done before. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever that's, whatever that is, like say with me and Toria, it's been, I pull her into my business, um, asking for advice, showing her things, letting her experience um, different things. One time we went to, uh, we went to, we went to Atlanta on an impromptu uh, uh, partnership pitch. And I said, look, I want you to go with me. And I told her to dress up and we both walked in like business partners and we won the, and we won the partnership um, that was new for her. That was new for me. Um, now we're going into business together in different types of business areas, you know, and it could be a new language. It can be um, somewhere out hobby. of town, a new hobby. Just mm-hmm. do things because you grew up like you, if you're in one uh, area of business, she's in another. You're going to grow apart a little bit in, in that. But come back together and do something different and learn together and walk together with that. Mm-hmm. It can be an online training. Just explore mm-hmm. with each other inside the bedroom, outside the bedroom. Just always do things new together because that's another part of your growth that you're not taking the journey on your own. Um, you're, you're taking it with your partner. So on this business side, uh, we're on our way to become a, a power couple in every sense of the word, um, financially, financially. Um, uh, professionally uh, where we're actually doing things like we you said write a book why not right why not marriage one-on-one we might have to call it something else i'm quite sure marriage one-on-one might be a title but what, what do you think in terms of the the growth i mean uh exploring together um it it allows you i was first of all um it was very key what you said um as you're growing professionally in your um your areas of, of profession, um, you know, it can be easy for you to establish uh, and operate in silos. So mm-hmm. it's important that you come back together with something that you all can do together. Um, like you said, whatever it is, it could be a new hobby, new language, a new business venture. Um, it could be, uh, 
even working in the community, you know, doing something as long as it allows you all to work together. But you have to make sure that you all both are on board with doing this, this, this new adventure or adding this new um, um, operation into your, into your, to your lives. I think that that's very important. And then it also keeps, keeps you all um, engaged and excited. And I keep saying engaged because engaged is really, 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 really important Mm -hmm. because when you are engaged, I'm going to pay attention to you. I'm going to want to communicate with you. I, I care about how you feel. I care about what your what your interests are. I care about what your goals are. And I and I care about helping you to get those things. I care about laughing with you. I care about the quality time with you. All of those things come from being engaged. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to um, suffocate you and I want you with me, you know, all the time. Although I will say uh, a lot of Will and I have worked together. Like we literally worked across the hall from yeah, each other. Seven years. Right. Uh huh. And Same people like, school. oh my God, I could now live, I got to live with him and work with him. And I was like, you know, there has never been an issue for us. Like we truly enjoy each other's company, even during like um, the, co- when we were working from home, you know, during COVID, like oh, when yeah. it first happened. You know, of course, he would be in his space and I would be in mine. But I love like, all right, break time. What are we eating for lunch? Okay, what we're doing? All right, let's watch this quick little movie. You know, we're doing this. Oh, come, come go to Target with me. He's like, what? I like it. It's a date. Come on, come on. You know, so those things we and, and I think those that's one of the things that makes us special. Because, again, like he said, we we were friends um, before. So I genuinely care about Willard, his heart and things that he's doing. And right. I will take down anybody that comes towards him take to him bring harm. Like, take you know, do not play about <laughs> Willard Brown the third. But um oh, yes, so you know it's it's important. <laughs> kiss, kissy time, kissy time. <laughs> Boy, this time kissing back. Hey y'all, thank y'all huh? so much for taking I said this time kissing back. You last time okay. you just let him kiss you on the cheek. <laughs> Thank you all so much for taking times out of your busy schedule to share this amazing information to help those of us who struggle and me in particular. You know, my mouth gets me in a lot of trouble. But, you know, <laughs> Thank you for having us. And review some of these things that you share with us and our listeners. Um, I hope this has been helpful to all those listeners out there, especially the men, you know, because Will and Toria are a unique couple and they've given us some insights that will definitely benefit us in our relationships. So I need one of you to do what we always do when we try to close the show out with prayer. So will it, will you do us the honors? Uh, sure. Let's bow our heads. Lord, we just thank you right now for health, wealth, and success. We thank you for um, marriage, Lord. We thank you right now that everybody's listening, whatever they're going through, that you're going to touch their marriage, that you're going to lift their marriage up and just be the, be the type of couples out there that can help others. In your son, Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on FPS Fireside. I got a reason to smile.